For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. So I don't know if you've heard, but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. And apparently he's going to try uh, out for Paul, Paul Gasol's team. And he's been taking a new product he owes the credit to, Balance 7. Balance 7 is a pH balancing alkaline supplement drink. It's like vitamins or supplements in liquid form. Just one ounce a day, three times a day. Uh, and, and in a week, you'll, you'll see the results. And I know, Ed, we, we always talk, uh, in terms of you being a, uh, you know, pro former professional athlete, me trying to get my runs in and trying to make sure that I have enough energy. I mean, I, this is probably something that, uh, even after you were playing and uh, you were making that transition, it would have probably been cool to have something like this as well. Well, you know, I'm real jealous of this new generation with all these great products out there, Jay. Uh, but you know, the, the good news is, it's never too old or never too late for us old dudes too. So, you know, we need to take advantage of these great products and get them into our regiment so we can uh, have that improved health as well. Indeed, indeed. So you can definitely see how Balance 7 has helped. And right now, if you uh, if you go to Balance7.com and use this promo code BELIEVE, you'll get $10 off their 32-ounce bottle. The bottle lasts 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to feel the pH-balancing drink go to work. Again, that's Balance7.com and use the code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V at checkout. I did, and if it worked for him, it could work for you too. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where we talk a little bit of, I was going to say mess. That's, that's for a different podcast that I do where we talk a lot of mess. That's me and Star Saxon on disposable arts and stuff. But we talk, we talk about the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals. And, uh, and so we, from the perspective of a layman like myself, uh, my name is Javon J. Love Adams and the one who lived it and breathed it. He played professional baseball and he also played in the NFL, the one and only Ed Easy Smith. What is good, sir? Man, week two in the books and get ready to jump into week three, Cardinals. I think surprised us a little bit in some good and bad ways, but looking forward to diving into this one. Yeah, we definitely going to talk about it. So let's we we give the the big macro points. So we we're going to review the the game uh, last week against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, what we what we saw that impressed us, and what we saw that I don't know if maybe, if concern is the right word, but at least has has our eyebrows raised a bit. And then of course, looking forward to man. 
this game this week, boy. It's one of those games, so we'll get into that. They're going to be playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we'll talk about the implications of that, both good and bad. It's one of those that you just don't want. Some teams you just don't want to play for different reasons, and so that's that's what I say. So we'll see what uh, what my partner Ed Easy Smith has to say about that. But um, but before we get into that, I definitely wanted to you know we're back and we're better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more ads, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Uh, I'm telling you, it's 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 when you look at sites like this, and, and Bet Online does it so great. When you see all the different ways in which you can maybe try to get a couple couple pennies, a couple couple quarters, a couple shekels into your pocket, it is definitely where you need to go. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online your online sports book experts believe in the arizona cardinals so ed i went into this game we gave our little prognostications i had the i had the cardinals at 2-0 at after two games i didn't have them quite like this i didn't think it was going to happen this way the cardinals in their home opener they came out victorious uh, over the the minnesota vikings 34 to 33 it came down to not a made field goal at the end by the Arizona Cardinals, but a missed field goal by the Minnesota Vikings. Now, Ed, I got to ask you, man, I know you heard that, that sound from the, from the, the broadcaster on the Minnesota Vikings where when the kick went up and he said, it's good. And then the, his partner said, no, he missed it. <laughs> he said, Oh yeah, sorry. He missed it. Oh my gosh. That's because a 37-yarder in the NFL is supposed to be automatic, especially when you make a 50-plus yarder earlier in the game. You know the old saying, Jay, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Yes, sir. Well, the Cardinals weren't great on Saturday. They were definitely, eh, to good, right? Right. They sure got lucky. They sure got (laughs) lucky. And here's the thing. In the NFL, I don't care how you win it, just win, baby. And, uh, you know, we know – Old Raiders, man. How yes, David used to say that. It don't matter. I know what I say. I bring that up because you're Raiders, man. Just yes, win, sir. baby. Yes. And I guarantee you, bro, there were some dudes out there on the field already chalking this one up to, man, we just blew that. And then when you see that kick go the other way, Woo. you talk about jubilation. But here's the thing. Once yes. again, there's a lot of things to tidy up. And the Cardinals, you bring it up. We're going to talk. We'll preview this upcoming game against – a Jacksonville team will probably, you know, we're supposed to go in there and just mop the floor with them. Mm. You know it, bro. These are them type of games that jump up. And yeah. You don't want to be that dude that goes out there on the schoolyard. You're supposed to beat up on this little punk, right? And all of a sudden, <laughs> he comes with that left or right hook and knocks you into to tomorrow. And yes. now you got to live that one down for the rest of your life. Because this right now, the way, you know, we'll get into that one. But I'm saying this has to be, you escaped with uh, you. Pulled uh, victory out of the jaws of defeat, okay? Right, right. Now it's time to rehandle your business and get ready for this next week. This is one of those games, man, We and we'll go over. We'll go through some of the stats and different things that jumped out to me. But, yeah, this is definitely one that, you know, Cardinals and Cardinals fans, man, you better be thanking the, the, the guys up there that, that kick, you know, drifted because, like I said, this should have been an L in the, in the books. <laughs> 
I will say this, so I'll get to some of the, in terms of the biggest highlight, uh, Kyler Murray was named, what is it, NFC Offensive Player of the Week, so there's some positive there, but right off the bat, I mean, at the end of the first quarter, it was 14-7 in the favor of the Vikings, I mean, the Vikings kind of punched them right in the, right in the mouth. Uh, just in terms of what you see, a lot of the, again, given the fact that 34 points, I mean, 33 points that were given up by the, uh, by, by the Arizona Cardinals, there's of course some where you lay the blame or, or people are laying the, the, a lot of the blame at the feet of the defense, but the defense, I mean, I suppose you can give them some credit because in the first half, they give up, uh, they give up what, 20, 23, 23 points. And in the second half, they give up 10 points. So there's, there's definitely something there to be said in terms of what the, with the, uh, the the Cardinals defense, but your thoughts on this game, just in terms of the way this kind of ebbed and flowed, d- what did you see that maybe confirmed your prognostication before the season began in terms of maybe some of the lackluster things that you might see that we may see in this team this season? What did you like good and bad in terms of in this game? Because well, I- it, real quick, I will say this, what uh, um, the the man that was the man of the hour last week, and, I, and we both talked about caution with, with Chandler Jones, he didn't have that same impact in game two. So I'm just saying, but go ahead. Say what you guys said. Took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to start on the de- defensive side of the ball, mainly because, you know, we talked about it on our radio show on Saturday. According to everybody, you know, Chandler had five sacks in game one. So if you multiply that times 17, he's going to have about <laughs> 85 sacks this year, right? right? Well, we talked about it. And what do teams do? Now you have some film on what the Cardinals are trying to do, right? So yes. what do you do? You make your adjustments on the other side of the ball and you start chipping him. If you have to run away from him, you identify where he is at all times in the formation. So if you have certain packages or certain plays, you might go oppo and run it away from him, but you always come to the line of scrimmage with a plan. And what happened, bro? He went from Superman to zero tackles, Mm. zero sacks. Man. You didn't hear me though, bro. Man. Not, not a couple here and there. He went to zero and zero in one week from five sacks the previous week, two forced right. fumbles recovered by us, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Teams made the adjustment. Now I know Kingsbury doesn't run the, the, the defense, so this is more advanced in terms of if you want to get Ch- Chandler off, then you got to get a little more creative than just line them up and say, go get them. You got to do some more scheming, some more uh, twists and different things because you know, they're going to come at you and they identified, like I said, they identified him and they put a, pretty much a stop on him. Now, we didn't, in my opinion, stop uh, the Vikings from doing whatever they wanted to do all through the game. Kirk Cousins, maybe I think sacked once, uh, 22 completions out of 32 attempts, 244 yards, three touchdowns. Like I said, we didn't sack him. Then you let Cook get off. He has 22 rushes for 130 yards. Up the middle just seemed to be so – it was was, uh, criminal. And here's the thing. It's even more criminal, Jay, when you know, because once you start looking at their attack, you're like, okay, well, unless we stop this, they're going to keep doing it, right? What yes. they do, they kept doing it, and we couldn't stop it. That was alarming to me. And yeah. I don't know where the adjustments need to come. Obviously, what might happen this week, we're going to go play a, a wounded and, uh, you know, one-armed or one-winged bird over there with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we might look like world beaters again, but the tougher part of our schedule is coming up. Right. And that's what I'm looking forward to is how we handle that once we get past this. You know, the good thing, 2-0. and It could be 1-1, and could be 0-2. You know, you, sometimes you just don't know. We'll go over here and see how things fall with um, Jacksonville. But like I said, we escaped this one. Offensively, I like yeah. what we did. I, you know, it was 
I'm still looking for a little more motion and moving around and things like that. But Kyler was, if you want to call him dynamic, he was dynamic. A couple of real head scratchers, though, in terms of throwing a couple INTs, especially the pick six. When they show the replay sometimes, you're looking and you're like, wait a minute, what was he looking at? I, you, you, you actually have to rewind it two or three times because you're like, well, maybe he saw something I didn't see or he didn't see something that I did see. And right. a couple of real head scratches which allowed uh, the Vikings to jump right back in the game. And quite honestly, we'll go back to it again, could have very easily been an L because, you know, that kick, if it's a few feet to the right, you know, it goes to the uprights. But like I said, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily call us balanced as well in our attack. 36 passes. 16, roughly 21, 22 running plays, whatever it was. Would have liked to see more, you know, balance in our play calling. But when it's all said and done, it's a win. I do like the fact that they didn't rely totally on Hopkins in the pass game because, once again, I'll say this and I'll shut up. Yeah. The Vikings came out with a plan. One, on the off, on the defensive side, we are not going to let Chandler Jones beat us. But somebody's going to beat us, it's going to be number 99 or somebody else. On the offensive side, we're going to put a clamp down on Hop, and we're going to see what they do, what their counterpunch is. We didn't run the ball great, but we got some real good um, uh, production from both Rondell Moore, seven catches, 114 yards of touch, and then uh, Williams had seven and 94. So, you know, and then we spread part them of around. That, and, part of that was, didn't he catch a uh, uh, 70-some I mean, yard? Yeah, or you, you, yeah. got, you got to be there. You got to be in the right place at yeah. the right time. But I wonder, yeah. you mentioned Rondell Moore. That's what I was going to, before we transition to the to the Jags, is is are, are you impressed with this young man? He seems to have some skill there a little bit. Not just skill. He's got some fight in him. He's got some dog, man, for, you know, yeah. We talk about it don't even appreciate it. Got to hold that ball because he had that. He, he had yeah, to yeah. hold on to that ball, my man. And that's something I'm sure they're talking to him about in the meetings. But as far as his ability, and it looks like he's really picking his offense up quickly as well. And I guarantee you, as he gets more and more comfortable and the coaches get more and more comfortable with what he brings to the table, they're going to start utilizing him in, in different ways, maybe some more jet screens, setting up some different things for him, especially as teams start to zero in on hop, they're going to have to find that number two punch, whether it's Kirk or one of these other wide receivers. He might be the dude. So very impressed with what he's done so far. Um, it's only two games in, but you know he's done a pretty, he's done a, a good job. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure they're saying saying the same thing in the meetings. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. It's in now. Let me ask you this: as the last kind of question in terms of wrapping this up. Is this a game, do you think that, because this is year three for, for Cliff, for, for, for Coach Kingsbury, do you think in the last couple of years, I mean, we, we know that last season there was that one Hail Mary of sorts where, where, uh, where they were victorious, but do you think that just looking at it from a, a macro view, that these are the types of games that they would typically lose in terms of in, in recent history, in terms of in this Cliff Kingsbury uh uh, era, so to speak, or, or is it about par for the course? No, they absolutely are. We would have found a way. And quite honestly, Jay, and I, I don't want to be the bearer of like that, you know, the bringing everybody down, but we yeah. should have lost that game. I mean, we're, yeah. we're clapping like, Oh, you know what? Bruh, the kick is, like I said, three or four feet to the left. And we're, we're singing a whole different story because we blew that game. So it's yeah. not like we went out there and we dominated and we did this and we did that. There's a whole lot of things you could look at and say, look, we really, we dodged a bullet, but we played well enough to be in that position to give yeah. ourselves a chance. Because you think about it, the way uh, Minnesota came out the gates, I was kind of like, ooh, if they don't stop this 
and we don't figure out a way to keep up pace with them because we thought you and I at the you know start last week when we were looking what we just did to Tennessee. First thing yeah. we said was, "Man, I hate to be Kirk Cousins this week." Yes. No, we barely lay. I mean, it was like we were playing two hand touch. We never got you know any contact on him. So he walked. He had, away he had no rush, and we, and we talked about it on our radio show that we were we asked. To, I posed the question, and we both felt the same way. Who would you rather? Which quarterback would you rather have? Mm-hmm. Would you rather have? Uh, um, Kirk Cousins or Tannehill. Tannehill yeah. And we thought we both said Tannehill. And so that didn't <laughs> prove to be because Kirk Cousins, his pocket was clean enough where he didn't have to worry about anything. Right. I don't even know if he had any green on his sir. I know they, you know, I mean, he looked pretty clean by the time that game was over with. Yeah. And, you know, especially after what we saw last week, we just thought the dogs were going to be unleashed on him, but they protected him well. And it showed some of the, uh, I guess, holes that we didn't see against Tennessee because we had such a, a amazing defensive game, but, I'm telling you, bro, we better start getting stout on that run. And not everybody has a Dalvin Cook. Not everybody has, not everybody has a, a Henry. But it doesn't take that all the time. If you put good running backs back there, you don't have to do what those two did. Well, obviously, we shut Henry down. But what Cook did, you get Oof. 75% of that um, production and then throw some of these quarterbacks that we're going to be facing against us. Could be some long roads ahead. So, you know, I, I don't want everybody patting this, like breaking He's all ever – uh, saying all the time, don't break your arm patting yourself on the back. You right. know, I said, right. once again, we talked about this last week, and they've already had their off day, looked at the film on Monday. It's now Wednesday, back to work. We this go. is the time where whatever you did last week, good and bad, put that on uh, in the archive because that doesn't mean a thing coming up this week when you're going over to Jacksonville. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, so speaking of Jacksonville, you made the, the wonderful, uh, set it up for me. So we're definitely going to talk about <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I do have exciting news. Our pod is partnering with playactionpools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our playactionpools.com football pick'em challenge, which is open to everyone. And here's how it works. So you go sign up for the contest, uh, believe football pick'em at playactionpools.com and then get your picks in each week. We've got uh we're we're going to be selecting the 10 highest profile games of the week between NFL and college football and whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the contest believe B L E A V football pick them and if you plan on hosting your own football contest uh go to playactionpools.com today they've got survivor pick them as well as cool sportsbook style concept uh called build your bankroll playactionpools.com your new home for all your office sports pools believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So the Arizona Cardinals are, I believe they are flying to, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they are going to Jacksonville to, uh, yeah, they're going to, they'll be, uh, at TIAA Bank Stadium playing the 0-2 Jacksonville Jaguars. They will be facing, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, and, uh, and, and Marvin Jones. And of course, on the sideline will be that coach, uh, Urban Meyer, who has the most composure of any coach you've ever <laughs> seen in the world. But, uh, I mean, 
this is one of those games where because of the the low expectations for Jacksonville in terms of the number of wins that they are expected to to have or the number of losses they are expected to mount this season, this is one of those games where you have to come out with a victory. It's almost when was it? There was last season. I want to say we went into uh, the the game escapes me, and we talked about um, needing to come out with a victory and all those different things. Might have been a Jets game. I believe you're correct. And they came out with the victory, but it was, but it didn't look good early on. And I just hope that, that uh, the Cardinals will come out victorious in this one. But it's again, you just don't know how you start to respond when the expectations are higher. It's different if they say, Oh, if, if you feel that you're evenly matched with an opponent, but if you feel that you are the superior opponent, how do you respond when you're told that you should come out with the victory? Uh, your thoughts on this game? Well, this is one of those ones when we did our rundown on the season, we both had this one as no doubt you got to go over there and win against yes. a rookie quarterback slash, you know, I know he's a experienced head coach, but not in the NFL and Urban Meyer. And so far they've shown, you know, this past week they uh, lost to Denver 23-13, not a, lot, a whole lot of highlights in their offense so far, mm-hmm. played from behind even in their first game. I think it was against Houston, if I'm not correct. And, you know, we're seeing exactly what I'm thinking we're supposed to see from this team, a lot of struggles. Now, for us, meaning the Cardinals, this is – we always talk about it, Jay. This is one of them weeks where you got to go get fat. Everybody's got to go and eat. And everybody's got to – you know, I'm not saying necessarily pad stats, but this would be a game where we go over there, we scheme against this young rookie quarterback defensively especially. We beat up on him. He should be – what is, he should be seeing ghosts and stuff out there by the end of the, by the, end of the game. Word to uh, Darnold. Word to Darnold. There you ghosts. go. And then offensively, this is, I'm not saying this is a week where we experiment and try things out, but this mm-hmm. should be one of those weeks where you feel comfortable. Hey, let's go ahead and get a little more creative because we might want to work on some things that we might want to pull out of the old gadget bag for down the road, you know, and you don't do those things in practice all the time. They look all nice and clean. And I'm not saying bring everything out, but you might want to bring a couple of them, you know, shiny plays out in formations and things like that so you can get a little work on them, right? Right. Which you obviously didn't do in the preseason. You hear me though, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when, it, when it's all said and done, man, oh, this should be a game where we go over to Jacksonville. No disrespect because everybody's getting paid to – to, to perform and coach over there with our team and our roster uh, should be up to the challenge of going to Jacksonville and not just winning, but winning impressively. And I'll finish it up with this. If you go over there and lay an egg, even by winning, but like we did last year against the Jets and a couple of our own other opponents, yes. it sets a bad tone. And, you know, like I said, this would be a plane ride home where everybody, like I said, you can't be breaking your arms trying to pat each other on the back. But this would be one where we comfortably went over there, executed, cut down on the dog on penalties. It's all about, you know, discipline. This, this is one of those games you cannot continue to be sloppy. So, yeah. and I, if I'm Cliff, I'm emphasizing certain things. I'm emphasizing execution, discipline, mm-hmm. and knowing what you're supposed to be doing out there. You know, this is, we got two wins on our belt. I'm still not happy. Now, this is just, this is the maturation of a coach who's trying to get control of his locker room and control his players. When I say I'm saying control, like not like you're dominant over them, but you want them to know what your expectations are. It's not just about winning; it's about performance and execution, 
discipline, et cetera, et cetera. That's the environment you want to start creating. This is an opportunity to go over there, click on all cylinders, and you'll have more of an opportunity to tell the players, you know what? A great week of practice turned into this performance, and that's why we're on the on the right path. We are not there yet, or at least on the right path. You go over there and play like doo-doo. The only thing, yeah. you, the only thing you can say, Jay, is, well, at least we came back with a victory. You know, <laughs> well, you know at least we won the game. It wasn't, it wasn't pretty, but, you know, so this is all about mentality, if you ask me, as far as this competition this particular game on the, the schedule. So, so having said that, so do you, you expect it to be a little bit high flying in terms of high scoring and, and uh, d- defense kind of doing this thing? Because if you look at the, what the, the first couple games, so the, so game one against the Texans, as you mentioned uh, with Jacksonville, they ended up giving up 37 points game two. They, in week two, they ended up giving up uh, 23 points. So some type of correction there. Offensively, they're, they're just not there. 21 points and 13 points respectively in, in week Weeks one and two, um, you know, they turn the ball over a little bit. Three turnovers in week one, two turnovers in week two, and we know that we we do the same thing. Some of those silly type of things as well. Um, it seems that their defense is is maybe susceptible to the run just a bit to maybe be able to try to get some things. They went from 160 yards given up to 96, so there's still some opportunity there. I mean, it 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 the, when you add it all up, it seems that it might be one of those games where. It, when it comes to the middle of the fourth quarter, you got a 14 point lead or a 17 point lead thinking that, as you mentioned, trying to tra- trying to get some things on film to be able to evaluate, as you said. Did you, you must have forgot who the Jaguars played in week two. They only gave up 23 points. <laughs> 22 gloves, bro. 22 gloves. I mean, you talk about as conservative as they get. There's a, Man, I'm, for everybody listening, <laughs> for everybody listening, I've been, so Ed, Ed is my brother. So we became, we became brothers real quick. And, and so it's interesting because I had the first time that on our radio show, um, we we had a there was a there was a topic that we were talking about and it's the first time I ever saw him when you say something and he just waits because he's just waiting biding his time for the response because he you just you just said a key phrase or a key word that just said yep I gotta I gotta correct this man I gotta correct my partner right here I gotta get him on point so so and that's one of those looks that you that I got right now so yeah so you got See, a, you got thing. a valid point man I'm never correcting you bro I'm just throwing my other, my point out there you're a grown man I can't be correcting you. About nothing, you know. I I ain't your daddy, you know. I, I'm just uh, your partner, so I'm not yeah. correcting. I'm just, you know, like when you you, you like say you just gave me an alley oop right there, <laughs> and you put you and you put your boy somebody in trouble too. Because not only did I get the oop, I had my my jock was right on somebody's neck too. I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on the rim. You just tossed me a nice one, bro. So yeah, Teddy oh, two gloves. You know he that's he's the epitome of he ain't gonna dazzle you. He ain't gonna. Uh, you know, like he, he's just steady and easy. And that's yeah. what, you know, they scored him 23 points. They beat Jackson, uh, Jacksonville 23-13. Get on out of town, bro. I mean, it's time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as, the, as far as the Cardinals going in, that's yeah. not our mentality. You've seen what we've done so far as far as putting points on the board. If we go over there and we score 23 and, you know, hopefully our defense holds them to – Whatever you know, but you know, we we can't go over there and put up this type that type of performance. That's acceptable for a Denver team, but in my opinion, we got to go over and take advantage of a team in Jacksonville's current state because, like I said, this is an opportunity. And like I said, everybody's getting paid. I'm not talking like we're going to play a JV team. We're talking about going over to an organization right now that's really trying to find its way with a rookie quarterback, 
with a rookie head coach. We got to go over there and dominate, in my opinion, for this to be like one of those successful. If you just walk away with a win here, it's not a it's not a loss, but it's definitely not what you're looking for. You know? Okay. Yep. You got it. So, but having said that, let's get to let's get to the picks here. So, when it comes down to it, I I say that this is that part of the season where I had the Cardinals winning again. After this, it gets a little bit shaky for a while. But I say the Cardinals come out of this with a victory. I say fourteen point spread in this one. Uh, I think it'll be. I'm thinking maybe thirties, thirty, what thirty six, uh, you know, thirty six, twenty two, something, you know, some high thirties, low twenties. Uh, what do you think about this one? I, I'm thinking thirty three, and I was trying to figure out where I'd have the Jaguars coming in because I think they're going to have uh, Young Lawrence uh, running for his life the whole game, and you know they're smart. They would try to get him a running game and and keep some of them boys off him, but I don't think they don't even have that. They've lost their, you know, Ian. Uh, NTN or whatever his name is. Yeah. ATN. Yeah. They, they've got a long way to go to even try to establish a running game. If you're going to sit back there and try to pass a whole bunch, I don't care if they're a bunch of screen passes, you're going to have Chandler Jones and some of them other, uh, our defensive line sitting in his lap all day. And it could get ugly. We could actually get a pick six to help boost us even more. So you're looking at us, you know, if they get, I hate to repeat their score, but 33 to 13, this, in my opinion, this should be a laugher. All right. So that's how we do it. So we do this every week. And so we appreciate you for checking us out and listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here at Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And as always, we are presented by Bet Online. And so as we always say around this time, are you kidding? So next week, be easy out there. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.